Hello and welcome to the Villa Park podcast. It's me, Rich. I will be joined shortly by Kev and we're here for a Lions Raw match reaction show to Aston Villa 3, Bournemouth 0. And uh, yeah, a great win. Um, Really solid. I mean, looking at Twitter, looking at all the socials, it's just a really good time to be a Villa fan at the moment. Loads of Records being broken, loads of brilliant statistics about certain players' performances. I mean, it's such a difficult one to pick man of the match today. Get your comments in. You know, we'll we'll just leave it to you guys to to lead the show today because there's so much to talk about. Goals, performances, um, where we are since em- where we where we are in the table since Emery's taken over. Emmy Martinez breaking um, clean sheet records. I mean, just. I mean, just what what a time. And for 20 minutes, we were in dreamland. We were in 10th position for 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, it didn't last too long. But um, look, Chelsea, Everton um, getting a last-minute goal against Chelsea puts them level on points with us now. Leaves a massive game on April the 1st. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be big. And can we push for Europe? That's the point. Can we push for Europe now? We've got all those teams to play. We've got Chelsea to play. We've got Brentford to play. We've got um, Brighton to play. We've got Fulham to play. You know, can we do it? Can we beat them? And we finally are looking up the table. We've got 11 points between us and, and Crystal Palace. It is really is, you know, t- three leagues within within one division. And we are, we are in there. I will say we are in there for that sport that fighting for, you know, um, seventh or eighth spot. We are four points behind Liverpool. I know one or two teams have got games to play. But, yeah, I've put pinned the uh, our um, stream yard, our, our link to the show in the chat. You know, Kev's coming shortly. But if anyone else wants to come on, have your say about the game today, performances, um, wh- whether you think we can qualify for Europe, whatever you want, come on the show. And, uh, and have your say. The link is pinned in the description. Hit the like button, guys. Please hit the like button. Please do subscribe if you're new. We are 25 away from 1,100 subscribers. So if we could hit that tonight, that would be amazing. I've got comments absolutely flying in, so I will get them I will get them read out now. Molly boy, great to have you on board, mate. Hi, guys. Great result today. And Ramsey proved me wrong. He was on fire today. We will get into all that, mate. But, yeah, he was fantastic. Michael, good evening. Uh, Adam, skis in the house. UTV, everyone. Absolutely, mate. Up the villa. Rich, yes, Richie. Good to have you on board, mate. Duncan, great performance today, though. Shouldn't hide the joke. That is VAR. Absolutely. I even forgot about that. The penalties, I mean... Your thoughts on the handballs? I mean, what what is handball? What isn't handball at the moment? Like, what is what is that all about? I mean, I can understand VAR for offside, but what is this rule with handball these days? So, yeah, please, please, um, please let me know about that. What your thoughts are on that? Gary says, "Hi guys, what are we going to criticise tonight? Even Leon was good. Yeah, Kev's going to come on. Look, I told him to channel the positive Leon Bailey." Um, thoughts and vibes and, you know, within seven minutes he's, he's, he's creating an assist for Douglas Louise. So absolutely phenomenal. Yes, Michael, I'm here. Um, evening, everyone from Rachel. Great to have you on board. Deontay, great win. Controlled the game from start to finish. A complete performance. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, Rich, absolutely buzzing. 90 minutes of dominant clinical control. That's the point there, Rich. That is the point. Um, it was so controlled and 
to see us just waiting for Bournemouth to their players to come and pressure us and then just knocking the ball around them, to see us picking up the ball in midfield on the half turn, you know, players like McGinn and, and Louise and then them running with the ball and then feeding Brendier and feeding um, Ramsey. And George, you know, co-host George said, you know, it was great to see us hunting in packs and winning that ball back. If someone gave the ball away, we were hunting in packs to win it back. And that was just so great to see. So, yeah, it was so controlled. Um, I know Bournemouth had one or two little bits of threatening, threatening moments, but nothing major. And and I don't think that result was ever in doubt. You know, after after a little bit of a dodgy spell in the first half, after that, I don't think the result was ever in doubt. And I knew we would go on to score more goals. So, yeah, great result. And Mr. Mr. Kev, Mr. KT AVFC in the house. Just back from Villa Park or just back from having a couple of beers. I don't know. But no, what a day, mate. What a win. Mate, what a day. Yeah, I've just come back from seeing... Um, I've had a bit of some family up. My sister's been up and been to see my mom for a bit of food for Mother's Day because I can't do tomorrow. So, yeah, it's been um, a long day. Hence me um, being slightly tardy for this podcast. But I couldn't miss talking about another victory. Another um, another, another sort of um, hoodoo. D- defeated by Unai in terms of, you know, we don't beat Bournemouth, do we, in the Premier League? Well, we do now. Um, and, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. we never won. Also, one we didn't notice, I don't know if you knew about this, we'd lost the, the previous four games that that ref had refed for us as well. Yeah, yeah. Is it Rob? Was it Rob Jones or something? Yeah, I don't know. I like him now, yeah. you know, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. Rich commented before, someone commented before, I think it was it, uh, oh, Duncan commented before about VAR. I don't know who was in the VAR booth today with the with the old handballs, but uh, it was it, it absolutely shock, shocking. I mean, I like the ref because we won. I, you know, I wouldn't care if we'd if we'd had fifteen stonewall penalties turned down. If we win a game, I don't care. I do care, obviously, if we if we, if we lose or draw. Um, but it, it's an absolute stonewall penalty. The arms are to the side of the body. Um, it stops the shot on target. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's this this kind of clear and obvious error situation whereby is it enough of an error to say it's a penalty or not? But to me, the first, the second one, I could maybe understand a little bit more because he was much closer and maybe he couldn't get out. Maybe couldn't get out of the way. But the Jacob Ramsey one, his arms are like out, and he yeah, and he he stops it from going on target. Like it's just it's crazy. I, d- I d- really don't understand that. I don't get the whole argument about a clear and obvious error in that situation because, like, it's not like it's flipped off his off his knee and hit his hand. It's not you know that which obviously they say is, it's 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 a shot which he's dived to try and stop getting the way of and it's hit him below his what do they call it the t shirt line? Like, yeah, is it on his arms? I mean, it's 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 got to be a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to dwell. We don't want to dwell on on that. It was just, no, just the comment there and about that referee. But yeah, Gaza, we are flying. We are absolutely. Um, we'll come to that a little bit later with regards to kind of talking about us and where we can get, get to and how we're doing in the table. <laughs> Gary does say we are still 11th. We must be cursed. We were 10th. Uh, Kev for twenty minutes. I know you yes. posted it on the group. Yeah, I was so. <laughs> you know what I loved about it? I was, I was looking at the TV straight after the game. One of the TVs had 
Sky Sports on, and we were on the first page of the table for the first time. Yeah, in yeah, no, yeah. Didn't have to wait yeah. to scroll. Didn't have to wait to see us with like Forest and and Bournemouth and Leeds and Southampton. I was up there with Man United and we Liverpool. We were there. Yeah, we were dreaming. Yeah, yeah, I know. Absolute I know. Europe, the European zone, almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dunk says Brentford and Fulham are catchable. Adamski, we're knocking it in the door with the top half. We're not going away. Um, Rich, yeah, we aren't, aren't too far off eighth. Four points. Chelsea have got a terrible run in. I mean, I have to say, I watched Chelsea today and I, I think they look like a worse version of Brighton at the moment with like players that are 20, 20 times more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I think we, when you see the whole Brentford are catchable, Fulham are catchable, which I totally agree with Duncan, but I I genuinely think that, that Chelsea are catchable. But like, why yeah. not? Like, we, we, you've got what? We've got 11 games left. Um, we've got a fairly favourable run of fixtures when you look at those games. Yeah, it's like the last four are pretty tough, but yeah. between between kind of Chelsea and sort of like I think all of April, you we we there are games that we can capitalise on. You know, the likes of Nottingham Forest at home, Leicester away. Um, I think we've got Fulham in there, like at home. There's, there's games there that we can really that we can really attack. So you know, yeah. let, let's go for it. And we should be in this. I feel like the great thing about this result today is as much as there were still, you know, moments of frustration when, you know, we were 1-0 and they had a couple of light opportunities and I was thinking, you know, classic old Villa. But um, it's easy to say in hindsight, isn't it, that it was always going to be a win. And I was confident. And I obviously predicted 3-0. You did? Um, yeah, I was going to have a little flutter on 3-0, but I, meant, I was telling off my lad for being nasty to his sister and I got distracted. <laughs> and at the end of the game, he went, oh, Dad, we have a little bet on 3-0. I went, no, because I was telling you off. So I got sidetracked. Um, anyway, but um, yeah, um, like it, it, it was a confident victory in the end. It, again, another one where we've dispatched a team that, that we should have dispatched. And if you, if you look at that, that that run of results, I mean, in terms of, you know, we're flying, we are... Sixth in the last 10 game form guide. Um, Man City have got themselves 22. Arsenal got 22. Brentford 19. Brighton 18. Man United 18. And we're on 17. Mm. So it's, I mean, it, it, you look at that from a, from a form perspective and you go consider also in that we played Man City and Arsenal. So that would obviously. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, in the last six. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And in the last 10 so. games. Played those two, you know. We obviously lost to Leicester with draws against Wolves and West Ham, and then victories against Leeds, Southampton, Everton, Crystal Palace, and and Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, it it's it's brilliant. It really is. Absolutely. Um, we'll get into the game. Please, guys, don't forget to hit that like button. Um, please hit the thumbs up to uh, help us spread the word of the channel. If you are first to the, uh, if you're new to the channel, if it's the first time you've watched us, or if you haven't yet subscribed and you're a regular watcher, please hit that subscribe button. Kev, we're 25 away from 1,100 subscribers, so yeah, we're hitting, we're, we're growing again, we're growing again, so really, really good. Um, I've got a few more comments to read, then we'll get into the game. So, um, yeah. Alfie says, "Evening, pal. Evening, Alfie. Great to have you on board, hi, mate. Hi, hi, everyone. Michael, evening, everyone. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much." Dunk says, "Should have been six nil." Um, yeah, we had enough chances. We'll get into the stats as well. Gaza said, how good was it to see Matty Cash firing again, by the way? Yeah, really good. Really good to see Cash. Um, and Alfie says, yeah, the first was a pen. The second was questionable. I, I would say that. Um, I've got the replay on now. Going to scrutinise everything. Good man. Um, Rich says, Rob, today at least the first one should have been given 100%. Yeah, 
And Rachel says, loving the social media from the players as well. So positive and unified. Plus Emery's comments about the fans being the true owners. He just gets it. Yeah, I mean, it's always great when you're winning games. You know, the players will be all over social media. The manager can do no wrong. But look, let's let's keep it going. The longer it keeps going, the better, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Emery Ball in full effect. Uh, Gary says, the only thing good about getting Europe is attracting better players because otherwise I don't think our squad is ready. Look at West Ham. Yeah, but you, I think you just got to take the opportunity when it comes. Please yeah. back the manager as he knows what he's doing. Let's stop the hook huff the ball for a 50-50 mentality. Yeah, I mean, did you feel like the, the fans were get were a bit more patient and they're getting more patient as the as the games are going on? 100%, yeah. Um, I noticed actually a, a few more ripples of applause when we broke a press, played it, played it out, you know, basically, re, you know, recycled it rather than trying to force it forward. And actually, I was a few times I thought, oh, that might be a little bit frustrating for people, but there was a few little, little rounds of applause. So, uh, you can definitely see it. You hear the odd comment, people saying, you know, oh, this is what, what the manager wants them to do. Plenty of chance of Unai Emery's Clank Mowali. I feel like it's um, it's something our fans are getting used to now. And there was one nervy moment with a, a pass that Martin has played centrally. I think it Yeah, McGinn. McGinn gave it away. Yeah, McGinn. Well, he didn't. Yeah, he gave it away. Like, he didn't look at the pass. He went to just play it straight back to Conter and then. I think Conte like dummied it in the end, but yeah, that was a bit, okay. bit of a hairy moment. And I think Wendy maybe in the second half gave gave a, a bad ball away. Yeah, but, but other than I mean, that, it's going to happen, isn't it? It is. It is absolutely is. But I did also feel we were a bit more incisive with actually playing the balls into people and actually, you know, little little sort of passes around the corner, and it, it was great. It was it was really really good to see. So yeah, I feel that the patience is coming, and the fans are going to need that. I mean, it's going to be it's going to test it when you know you get big games and. I don't know, you know, fast forward five games and we're in a shape, shape for Europe and then we, we we lose to someone we should be beating because of a couple of mistakes. So, but it, it, I think the, the signs are really positive, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a few more comments here. I think Duncan says it was the first. We hadn't won that particular league fixture since the 70s at home. So wow. that's... Uh, Michael says it was 1972 and it was at that game. He was six years old with his dad in Division 3 and there was 50,000 there. That's amazing. I think, I think in Villa's defence, it's because we've been mostly top flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the last yeah. Few years. yeah. But, but still, you know, we'd lost the last four or five, hadn't we, against them, so... Yeah. Deontay, uh, we still have to play all the teams above us except for Man City and Arsenal. Anything is possible. We need not fear any team. Absolutely. Rod is in the house. Delighted. So many great performances today. And it all comes from good coaching. Um, Peter, he was at the, as I've said on, on Twitter, was at the game with his wife, come over from Australia for their first ever game. Uh, definitely brought the best out of the boys. I'm glad you had a great day. So thank you as well for jumping on the show and joining us that, uh, and, and watching us. So, yeah, I'm glad you've had an amazing time. And what a win to see 3-0 in your first ever match. So brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, just smash Chelsea next and put them in the bottom half of good this season, says Adamski. Um, yeah, one game at a time, says Rachel. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll um, we'll come to some more comments in in a second, but yeah, just wanted to get onto the game. So, um, obviously, yeah, I mean, we've been known for our starts. Obviously, no no changes to the, the starting lineup. Probably Bailey was the one that was was one of the, the 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 debatable ones, but Emery decided to stick with him. And, you know, within within seven minutes, he's, he's 
he's beating the fullback on the outside and and setting up Louise for a tapping and look great start for the great start for Villa something that we've been known to do under Emery and it and it continued it it really did and you know Bailey if he's ever been good at any point for us it's been generally early-ish in games um, you know, and, and, he, and he, he did it again. He, he got to give credit where credit's due. Actually, it was good work. He he kind of turned on it quickly. Went 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 towards the the byline and cut it back nicely. And nice little tidy finish from Louise. You know, credit where credit's due to Bailey because I'm going to say this now. And you know, um, I think there was a few moments today of wastefulness, but I actually thought he was all right today. Given given his dues, I thought he was all right. I don't think he gave the ball away. It's a couple of aimless crosses and stuff. You know, the one where he gave the ball away really badly. But other than that. I thought actually he wasn't too bad. So, you know, I know it might be a bit of a shock, but yeah, uh, credit where credit's No, due. no, I, I totally agree. I think he was probably a six or seven out of ten. Like, he was probably, out of all of the players in the team, like a great performance. He was probably the, the one that, that was least involved. But what he did do was good. He did his job in terms of setting up a goal, um, which is what you ask for from a, from a wide player. And maybe, I think maybe he could have been a little bit more threatening in the box. Like, maybe he could have had a couple more shots. But... Yeah, it was a couple you know, of moments, yeah, and he had one in. I think in the second half he had a shot. But he's been asked. He's being asked to do a specific job in, with Emery in that team, and all the players are being asked to do a specific job. Like we've talked about um, Watkins, who's now not running all over the pitch and he's staying in a certain, you know, within the width of the box. Sometimes he's going out to the left, but not as much. Um, and Bailey's being asked to hold, hug that right touchline. He doesn't come inside very often, like in, inside without the ball very often. So sometimes that ball's not going to get to him. And when it does get to him, and like particularly in that in that first ten minutes or first half hour of the game, he was, you know, he, he was pretty threatening. He was pretty good. So yeah, like you say, mate, credit where credit's due. Gets us off to a good start. There's nothing more you can ask than p- putting it on a plate for Douglas Louise, and he's not going to score an easier goal. And then. Moving forward with Louise, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a player, I don't think I've ever seen Louise be as assured and composed and dominating that midfield as, as much as I, as I have today. Yeah, I um, I was so impressed with Louise today. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I think he was he, even just running with the ball a bit more, you know, and, and going past people and like even just like, you know, just fainting past people really confidently with it. Uh, retained it really well. Great passing. I was, yeah, I was really impressed with him. Yeah, he was he was just yeah excellent, just so assured. And I think I can't remember who it was said that you know since Kamara's come back in, he's he's made a real big difference. And yeah, it's uh, it's just great to see. Um, yeah, I'll just go through some comments. Duncan said no more aimless foot long ball tripe under Emery. Um, first time we've won since with the owners there as well. Possibly, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, ra- really random reviews in the house. Great to have you on board, mate. Um, evening to you. Um, we've got talk about Bailey here. Uh, let's have a look. Gary says, um, Bailey not going to Basingstoke now. Bogner Regis are circling. <laughs> um, random review says, I was cursing Bailey, but he got the assistant and was slightly better today. Uh, better at home, um, as we I think we all agree. Um, and uh, yeah, Michael said, I would agree with what many fans say about Bailey, but the, if the manager picks him on behind him until he makes a mistake, that's that's right, absolutely. Um, and yes, yeah, spot on, Rich. It's all the tactics. Emery plans it out. Absolutely. Um, and we, yeah, we've got a Rolls-Royce and a Bentley in midfield. And yeah, Gary says Emery did say it was the best game for Louise. Um, so yeah, obviously then it, it carried, the first half carries on. A couple of little hairy moments, but nof, nothing major. I think 
obviously we have we talked about the handball. I think I think Watkins had a great chance and we 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 debated, you know, with Buendia. I think there was like some sort of stat whereby he hasn't had an assist this season and he hasn't had uh, created too many like goal scoring opportunities, but in two home games in a row, he's literally put it on a plate for the Ollie Watkins and you're just wanting him to finish it, aren't you? Yeah, this is the this is just the the whole quandary with Watkins where we've had our moments with Watkins over the years where like we love him when he goes on a run of scoring. What is it, six and eight now? And when he scores f- scores five games in a row, but Watkins is Achilles' heel is that he will he'll miss chances that he should score. And I remember Andy Cole used to do the same, but he used to also probably score another 10, 15 goals a season than Watkins did. So you can get away with rather than scoring forty, Andy, you scored like you know twenty five. Yeah, um, yeah. But that is the difference. And and when you look at those two situations. It's easy in hindsight, sat you know as an armchair armchair supporter, you know, or even if you de- well, what I mean is whether you sat in the, at the ground or sat watching it at home to say he should have done X Y Z with that chance, you know. I think we both spoke about that chance the week before against Palace, where he um, he probably could have gone near post. He had more time. He, you know, he, he, you know, he should should really be getting it on target today. Even my lad was saying, why didn't he just take it past the keeper? Like Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank to shoot, go outside him. Or I thought he should have hit it low in the corner. I mean, yeah. if, if he if he lifts it, which if it works, it's a great finish. But I, I felt it was it was almost a bit obvious, and I thought he could have been a bit a bit more clinical with it, basically. And it didn't hurt us, so it's okay. And I thought Watkins. By the way, the one thing I will say about Watkins is maybe it's because he's not running into so many wild wild goose chases now. I think his link-up play is getting better and better. I think oh, he's... mate, it was so good in that for some of the some of the little bits in that first half. Him, Moreno, and the um, was it him, Moreno, and maybe Buendia? I, I can't or Ramsey, Ramsey. Sorry, yeah. just those little one-touch things and his hold-up play is like I think you're right, mate. I think he's. I think sometimes he was that knackered from like chasing down the back four that whenever an opportunity came for him to get the ball. He was so tired that he couldn't concentrate on controlling it. But the last sort of five or six games, his hold-up play has been so much better. And maybe it's because, again, he's got players around him. So he hasn't got to control it and then pass it. He can just pass, pass it first time and then spin. But there's so yeah. many on that that sort of left-hand channel where he was popping it off and then spinning. And they, they couldn't handle him. They were trying to pull him back every time. Yeah, it, I, I just think he's becoming now a real... A nuisance. I mean, I always remember Dean Smith talking about he's the best pressing centre forward in the league. I actually now think he's up there with some of the best centre forwards in the league. Um, and you know what? Ivan Tony isn't prolific and Rashford isn't prolific, you know, yet. You know, and they play in teams that arguably, you know, create better chances. Well, you know, because Brentford are an attractive team, aren't they, in terms of what they do? And yeah, like, and, that, and he's he's their linchpin. Like they'll get the ball in the yeah. box quite early and stuff. We're a little bit different to that. I mean, yeah. Watkins had three decent chances today, like, and that's probably the most that he's had in a, in a quite a while. Like, usually he's getting what two chances a game, if that. So, yeah, I think he, I think he had like three good shots today, but he definitely would say that he should have scored at least one of them. But look, it it is what it is, and um, he's he's looking he's looking lean, he's looking mean, and he's he's definitely bringing players into the game, which is which is what you want. And we were sort of talking on on. Uh, on the match preview on Thursday about needing more players to contribute in terms of goals. And today we've had three different goal scorers, all midfielders. So look, yeah, what more what? can you ask for? I, I was thinking exactly that same point, mate, today. You know, you've got, you've got your midfielders doing what they should be doing, which is contributing with goals. Um, Louise in the box, you know, literally almost on the goal line, pretty much. That's, that's where you want him. 
that 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 you know he, he needs to be supporting more if he's going to be playing in that midfield and he's got to be getting it in the box more. Um, when Deer doing what he loves to do, scoring a header. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, it came to him quite quick, so I think he did well. And oh, I'm so pleased for Ramsey. Um, I'm so pleased for him because I, he he looked like he was back to the Ramsey that we saw that that in that breakthrough season, bursting yeah. into spaces. You know, driving. I keep using him as an example with my lad. Like you know, like look when you see a bit of space, get into the space, take the opportunity because if you get in, if you get there just just ahead, of, just before the defender does, then it's probably going to be a foul if they stop you. And it, well, you know, look, Jefferson. I think it was Lerma that in the second half got a booking and he was really annoyed with himself. But it was because Ramsey was so good. Like he picked the ball up, half turn, turned the defender in the in our own half, and then just went. And like you saw him bursting through the mid between two defenders, and then like he has to be brought down. And yeah, I think the goal was just like a real just reward for the the kind of threat that he that he posed in terms of the game. So yeah, absolutely, it was it was a great performance from him. Yeah, we've seen him do that a few times. There was obviously the the goal against Norwich, which we all know. I remember thinking, remember doing it against against Spurs in a home game where he just like jinked past like three or four players into the box and nearly scored. And he's gone on driving runs before, but I, I just hope he gets his confidence back because if, when he's in a bit of trouble, he can put the afterburners on, get away, he can retain the ball pretty well. Um, I think he, if he put on and maybe gets a bit more physically stronger, he's still only a young lad. Um, it's disappointing. We have to be, be be calm with someone like Ramsey because oh yeah yeah he's going to have ups and downs. Isn't he, like you say, yeah. On the pod, yeah. on the pod, obviously Sam, you know, it's obviously in our group says. Um, you know, it'll come good. And he's absolutely he's absolutely right with that, Sammy. Yeah, 100%. You're going to get players when they're fairly young and they're new to Premier League. Yeah, you do the argument. They've got to be ready for the Premier League at 2021. They have. But I'd argue, you know, show me any 2021-year-old who's consistently always good. Look at the Chelsea team. They've got plenty of players older than that age that are, that are fairly inconsistent this season. That's why they're neck and neck on points with us. This yeah. is a young lad who's in what, his second season in the Premier League, pretty much. Yeah. 100%. Um, guys, we've got loads of numbers watching. So many comments coming in. I'm, I'm struggling to keep uh, keep in touch with them, like keep up with them, sorry, but I will read some out now. But yeah, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button if you're new to the channel. If you want to donate to the channel as well or want to provide a super chat, get your comment up to the top because we've got so many coming in. Hit that um, dollar sign and get your and get your super chats in as well and help, help uh, us continue to grow the channel. Um, Gary says, everybody played well today. That's down to the manager and the confidence he brings. Um, Rachel said, I suppose the upside, we don't have to rush Kamara back in. So we have more options for me it would start Kamara as soon as he's match fit. Um, I was just pointing at that. And I think, I think, um, someone else said, yeah, really random review said who would have thought we wouldn't even miss Kamara. Um, What's great to see in this midfield at this moment in time, and like like I say, you know, we're playing Bournemouth, um, but it's also been in, in in the previous games as well. Is that we've got like a, um, we've almost got four different types of midfielder. We've got a Buendia who's kind of creative and nice little touches. We've got uh, a Ramsey who can drive with the ball and run with the ball quickly and, and break break from box to box quickly. You've got McGinn who's kind of that battler and can put his foot in and you know, and, and drive the team forward with either like, you know, sometimes longer passes, sometimes carrying the ball. And then you've got uh, Louise who just controls the tempo. And and so you've almost got like four different types of midfielder there that, that in different periods of the game or at different um, different areas of the pitch will come into their own. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. The, the, the thing is with all of them is that, you know, the one thing that all of them don't have is um, is enough goals. We know that yes. and, and assists. But in terms of their effectiveness and efficiency, they are getting more and more, more and more efficient and more and more effective in each game. So therefore, that is, that is helping the team. You know, today was a great example, as we discussed about, like, we've got some goals from midfield because, um, you know, we've obviously relied on Watkins a lot. But the great thing about the whole midfield is, is they're all combining to to help control the midfield better. And we obviously touched on earlier about the fact that, you know, some of the link-up plays good. Well, they're integral to that, aren't they? And I actually also, we need to, when we need a bit of patience with Wendy, and I probably will change my mind on this over the over the weeks, months, years, you know, so please don't, don't <laughs> hate me if I do be a bit inconsistent with this point. But I was really frustrated with Brandier a few points today. And then at the times I was thinking, but he's trying it, his knee's trying it. And if he does... He, mate, he was exactly the same as me, like... And you can swap Buendia for Bailey. Like those words. I know Buendia gets involved in the game more, but they both give the ball away at times. But you have to understand that they're trying something. Like they're either yeah. trying to beat the fullback or they're trying a little touch that maybe someone else wouldn't do. Like, you know, and there was times where, I don't know, until he warmed up into the game, he was getting the ball caught under his feet or, you know, he was he was getting pushed off the ball by Lerm, uh, by Sin- Sinister or something, is it? Or and um and yeah, I agree, mate. It was it was it was one of those games. But you flip that over, flip that over, and you get Bailey creating a goal for Louise, and you get Buendia playing a ball through to Watkins, and then obviously scoring at the end of the game. You know, like you can't have it. You, then if if they were perfect in every single way, they wouldn't be playing for Aston Villa. Yeah, 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 absolutely right. I'd say the big difference I'd say with the, with the comparison of Bailey and Buendia is I, I at least generally know what Buendia is trying to do. And there's times with Bailey when I think he doesn't really know what he's trying to do. Um, but the moments, obviously, with, with for him will come off. I did feel like actually with Bailey that it was a shame. I'd like to see him um, end the game strongly. You know, you always know that sub's going to be 60-ish minutes. You know it's going to happen. And that's because, actually, got the assist early on. But, yeah, you know, there was a few moments after that where, you know, the, the crowd... Happens, it happens with a lot of wingers. Like, they run yeah. out of steam or, you it's know... It's a that, shame, that, isn't it? Yeah, that, actually, it is, it is. But you've got... He had such a good moment, didn't he? He had such a good yeah, moment. Yeah, and, and, and the, the fullbacks get used to what they're going to do. So, you've got to change it up a little bit. It, it would have been nice if it had swapped sides because maybe, you know, like... Cash was getting forward a bit more today, um, which was which was really good to see. There was a bit more, you know, there was obviously a threat down that right hand side from Cash, so it would have been nice maybe to see him like switch over to the other side. But look, it, it is what it is. But yeah, Buendia was 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 excellent at, at times, particularly in that second half. I thought it was it was much better. And Gary says, yeah, he's a regular for him. Duncan says he's one of our key players. Rich says was happy to see him get his goal. Um, and yeah, getting. We're getting better and better with, with the passing and receiving the ball. And obviously, wins help that, of course. Um, so, yeah, it was just great. Um, another player that we've, we're mentioning here that Rich was just coming on to, um, Tyrone Mings, absolutely bossed it again. And again, not in the England team. Gutted for him, but more time with Emery is a good thing. And, I mean, yeah, he's just he's just a colossus at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He really is. He's you know, not putting a foot wrong really at the moment. Um, even like, you know, looking confidently offensively as well. I mean, he drove out of defence at one point. I'm thinking, brilliant, where are we going with this? 
He um, obviously nearly scored, not just the header, which he probably maybe should have done better with. Obviously, Buendia scored, but when he when he when he was in the box, like nearly, you know, he smashed it to the keeper, didn't he? From yeah. a, I think it was good work by Traore and Watkins was it? I can't remember who it was. Uh, Traore and Conza, wasn't it? Yeah. So you've got Conza yeah. squaring it to Mings in the box. I mean, finally we were two up, and it was like you know, a few, not that long left, but. Yeah, it's um, it, it's great to see. I just think he looks really confident and assured on the ball, and and the fact he's not captain. Whether the weather would have changed if Emery had come in in the summer and kept Mings as captain, I don't know whether that would have made a difference. I think we we we, we can we can we can guess, can't we? Whether whether him having a captaincy off him has freed him up to you know have less pressure on him. I know but, it's 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 one that we won't know because we were saying that it was weighing the he- weighing heavily on um. I'm again, but he seems to have, you know, he's, he seems to have kind of sorted that out right now. So it, it, it'll be one that we'll never really be able to answer. All we can say is at the moment, like you've said, mate, he's, he's look, he's not putting a foot wrong and he's looking, he's looking brilliant at the minute. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. It would have been great to see him get a goal though, wouldn't he? Oh, mate, it would have been lovely, wouldn't it? It would have been lovely. I mean, to be fair to him, he should have buried that one, shouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have, he should have buried it, and then obviously he gets a glancing header on, and then obviously Brendier puts it in. So at least he got himself an assist. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it would have been good. It would have been, it would have been the perfect day because again we were talking on Thursday about us not scoring. We obviously scored from a set piece, um, but it would, we obviously, um, yeah, it would have been great if one of the defenders had scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, I want to. Oh, what we got here? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I will. I will, mate. I'll. Uh, I'll share that in a second. I'll share Same, that in yeah. a second. Yeah. Um, Rich says Mings and Watkins. M- Mings and Watkins and Louise are our most improved under Emery. He thinks. I don't think you could argue with that. But there's so many players that are playing well. And like, look at Matty Cash since he's come back. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Cash has been brilliant, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been absolutely, he's been absolutely brilliant. Um. You know, I, I think there's so many of them. I saw. Did you see the um, post that was going around talking about the lineup of uh, the you know when when, when Bournemouth obviously beat us two nil? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Saying, How the hell are you know? Can we imagine a situation now where like you wouldn't have Watkins, you wouldn't have Mings, you wouldn't have like you know all these players in that team? And it's mad, no, isn't no, it? No, no. But to to be fair, I was. Everyone was like so filled with so much excitement with that game. Like I think we were a little bit puzzled as I was there. We were a little bit puzzled as to why Mings wasn't playing, if I remember right. But obviously Kamara was in the side. We we're excited. Carlos was in the side. We we're excited about that. So yeah, I don't know if it was. Um, I don't know if it was like all the criticism at the time. Like in hindsight, it's great. But you know, we were, we were pretty excited with that starting lineup, if I remember right, when it when it was announced. But yeah, you know, now, now they're playing so well, it's 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 great to see. Like you know, we we debated on this podcast about how many of these players would actually, how many of these yep. players are actually good enough. You know, how many of them can actually, you know, um, are going to carry us forward. You know, and we said, I think we said, Emmy Martinez and. Uh, Bubaka Kamara would be the only players that we'd keep for next season, and now it's like you know they could get us into Europe. So does that say more about Steven Gerrard? Does that say more about the you know the players? I don't know, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So um, yeah, great. Obviously, great result. Any any other players that you wanted to talk about? Any other moments in the game? Uh, Martinez made a great save. Great um, save. Yeah, yeah, off a off a free kick, and 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 obviously um. 
so I don't know if it's there's a bit of debate there, but has he broke has he broken the record in inside inside um a hundred games for clean sheets or something? Is that what we what was on uh, the social media today? I don't know. I'm not sure actually. I mean, I mean that it sounds sounds feasible, really. I I just it's great we've had so many more. And if you look if you look at obviously obviously our recent form as well, you got to you got to call this. You know, we obviously had a you know clean sheet today. I mean, really, if it wasn't for a soft penalty against West Ham, that would have been a clean sheet. Could have, should have, would have. Clean sheet mm-hmm. game before against Palace. Clean sheet game before against Everton. You've really got to say in the last in the last four games. I mean, Martinez just really hasn't put a foot wrong. You yeah. can't really, you can't really have a go at him for not saving Ben Rama's absolutely smash penalty. You know, and that's that's the only goal he's conceded in four games. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Michael saying, "Hit the like button now, please do, guys." Um, what we got here? Uh, oh, excellent, Rich. Thank you so much, mate, for that super chat. That is Thanks, amazing. Rich. Thanks Definitely. so much. Much appreciated. Um, talk about Gerard here. Uh, go and manage Birmingham City. Uh, yes, uh, Neil's in the house. Thank you so much, mate. Up the boys. Cheers, mate. Thank you for tuning in. Um, much appreciated. Um, what a great win. Um, just having a look at the stats on today. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a quick look at those. And um, so just give me, bear with me two seconds. Well, while you're just getting up, I was yeah. just going to say, Peter, who's there with his wife today, Peter, if you're still listening, where, where were you sat, mate? Because I, um, I was in one of the lounges today and, I, and I'm sure there was um, someone who was there with his wife for the first time who my kids jumped in front of to get a photo with Gary Shaw. <laughs> And it just just made, just made me think: Was it potentially you? Just kind of popped up to me, yeah. So if it was Pete, let me know. Let me know if you were the lounges. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. It would be funny. Funny if it was. No, no, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, obviously looking at the stats here, dominating in pretty much every department here. Um, yeah, fifty-six percent possession, forty-four um, percent for Bournemouth, nine shots on target for us. Obviously, three goals scored off from those nine shots on target, only three for Bournemouth, 20 shots in total. I think that's, yep. that could be the most that we've had under Emery, I would say. I'm not sure. Um, but it, it, this, the last 10 minutes must have been seven right alone, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I know Watkins brought a great save out of Neto. Obviously, um, Mings brought a great save out of him as well. Um so yeah, it just seemed like we were we were going for the jugular right at the end, and it was it was great to see, you know, like and a few a few people have talked about the atmosphere, Kev, and uh, I know it was a little bit quiet in parts, but for me watching it watching it, it was it was it seemed pretty seemed pretty good, like you know, so especially when we went two 0 you could see that tension just drop and the players relax and the fans seemed to really respond to it. Yeah, that is the case. Although, if you think about it, like we scored after seven minutes, and then we scored second after eighty minutes, so there was a yeah, 70, yeah. seventy-three minute period where it was a bit cagey. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Fair no, enough. It, it, it wasn't too bad. It's definitely, definitely way better. And I think yeah. obviously help, helps, you know, with what ten points for ten points out of twelve, um, you know, and really cementing our in the there's two leagues now, isn't there? Premier League one, Premier League two, pretty with, much. Cement our position. Uh, cement our position. Our, our position at the base of Premier League One, uh, but um, you know, I think the fans are a bit more forgiving, like we talked about earlier. A bit more patient in terms of the build-up play. There's a lot more chance, you know. Unai Emery's claimed Warmi, and I think players when they were doing the, the thing is, is when you see Ramsey going on a roaring run, and he, and then we're singing, he's one of our own chants. And McGinn does something great. We're singing the McGinn song. It's just, it's what you want. Watkins creates a chance. Whatever he's singing, it, it's. 
Bournemouth were, were pretty quiet. Um, you know, there was there was there was the uh, you know football in a library champ from them, which I thought was the biggest irony I've ever heard anywhere. Because um, you know they couldn't even they, they didn't even sell out the bottom tier, let alone the top tier. So there was Villa fans in that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the stats wise as well, mate. I mean, when have we ever had nine corners? I can't remember the last time we had nine. I know corners. nine corners. Um, uh, yeah, Neil from Liverpool McGrath says it's mad how much possession we're taking out of games recently. This Unai ball is new to us, and yeah, I mean it's taken a little while because we obviously when he first came in, we were, we were playing a lot, kind of containment and and then and then you know looking to burst forward. But now we're really controlling games and. These last sort of three games in particular, even sort of West Ham away, the number of passes that we're, we're making, like you said before, the first time passes between midfielders is just, I don't know, it's just like like Neil said, it's just new to us and it's it's just great to see. Yeah, I mean, possession, possession is great, isn't it? Well? You've got to do something with it. Obviously, yeah, I get that stat, that stat about Blues, didn't I? Whether I think they've had possession, uh, more possession in eight games this season and they've lost every single one of the games they've had more possession in. Um, I'd be interested to see if they did it today, but um, but yeah, like it's it, it, it's all about what you do with the ball, you know, it's all well and good at keeping the ball nicely. But and that was one of the things where I think when people were getting used to Emery, the players were getting used to Emery, we were a bit less penetrative, weren't we? We didn't quite cut through teams, not that incisive, therefore, we we had le- lesser chances as they're getting more confident with it, as they are, you know, passes around the corner. You know, you know, playing passes through the midfield and then obviously runners off the back of it. You can see that we're therefore opening things up a bit more, which I think is brilliant. So, yeah. you know, I think, I think absolutely like it's starting to click now, this Emery ball, and it's, we started to see the um, the fruits of the labour. And I don't think really, based on some of the results we've had under Emery, you know, we've had great wins against Man United, against obviously against uh, Spurs. I think we did really well second half against Man City. Arsenal, we were we were we weren't quite toe to toe. That you know, I think that was probably a little bit of a fallacy. But you know, we were right up until the end of the game. You know, Bailey could have won it with a few minutes to go potentially. Yeah. Um, the point is, all these teams we've beaten, Brighton, obviously they've been riding high. There's just so many positive results, and I just think it's just a fantastic time for us. Hundred percent. Michael says we need to adopt some tunes from the Ghana Lions. Yeah, I mean, I love their Twitter feed. Um, the Unai Hive Mind coming through loud and clear says Lee. AJ, yes, Rachel, I hope you're good. Yeah, we're all good, mate. We're all good. Really, everyone's everyone's just loving. Everyone's in the love at the moment. Well, so, yeah, start of a great weekend. Gary Howler, can't we give Prince William a job at Villa? He's always there. Mate, he's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. Um, love <laughs> love the fact the future King of England will be sat at Villa Park as a fan while, he's ki- while he is king. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the love of Eoin Love, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, just wanted to round off this this particular game. Uh, yeah, AJ says uh, another bogey team ticked off the list. And John said, if you had told me in October that we'd be four points off sixth, I would have sent you back to Narnia. Let's beat Chelsea next. 11th is the hoodoo Emery needs to kill. Um, actually, actually, before I do that, let's just have a quick look at the league table because we are, uh, obviously we're in 11th. We know that. But Kev, it's it's looking a lot more, a lot healthier now. Like we, we can see we can see light at the end of the tunnel here. Um, thirty eight points. Obviously, we've talked about us being you know miles ahead of these teams below us. You know, mind the gap, Wolves. Um, but yeah, I mean, what obviously same points as Chelsea, one point off Fulham, um, four points off Brentford, Brighton, and New and Liverpool, and then you know nine points off Newcastle. Who obviously got a great win at Forest, but. You know, it's it's not 
It's not bad, is it? It, it really isn't bad. You know, we talk about if you'd have told us we'd be this many points off sixth, that one of the comments we just had then. If you'd have said after 27 games of this season, particularly how we started the season, after what was it like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten games in the general? We were 17th, weren't we, when Emery took charge? Yeah. After, what was that, eight, nine games, was it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe more, yeah. If yeah. you'd have said then that we'd be, after 27 games, level on points with Chelsea and only four points behind Liverpool, you would have said we were absolutely mental, wouldn't you? Exactly. Exactly. And then I just want to show you this uh, as well, Kev. Um, yeah. ah, I haven't saved it. Is it a picture uh, of it? Just... No, no, no. I want to round off that. I want to yeah, round yeah. off that. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to show you this. Um, it's the table since um, Emery has been in charge. Um, so yeah, this is this is the league table since Emery's been in charge. So match day 15 through to 38. And look where we are, th third in the table. Obviously, there's games that other teams haven't played. There's a few teams with games in hand, but 26 points from 14 games. Won eight, drawn two, lost four, scored 24, um, conceded 19, and third in the league um, since Emery took charge. I mean... How many games is that? Uh, it is 14 games. So, therefore, we've played now 27. So, Gerard had, had 13 games. So, we're effectively like just... He's had the same amount of games Gerard had. I mean, that form's unbelievable. Then it's... I mean, with two points off two points a game. And two yeah. points a game is what they say Champions League football, don't they? To get yeah. two points a game. Gets, yeah. I mean, that, and that's not across... You know, look at the... When you talk form guide, right, you always look at the last five games, which is, which is generally enough of a like a data set to be able to make some predictions of how teams play. And we've basically had almost three lots of form guides, haven't we? 14 games. And we're third in the league. I mean, this is more than just, I think, a little bit of new manager bounce. It's not a new manager bounce anymore. It's, you know, and you can see it. You can see it in the way that we're playing. You can see the ideas that Emery's putting across. You can see the way that the, the players are passing the ball to each other. It's not like, you know, it's not like, Right now, the manager's come in, and you've got to try and impress him. It's like he's had he he had a full five weeks, didn't he? Where, where five six weeks where we didn't have um, you know, where where we didn't have any any matches because of the World Cup. So yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a, it's just it's just fantastic, you know. And and obviously, I was I was a, I wanted it to work with Gerard. I'm sure we all did, but to get this manager in now and the coaching and the and the coaching staff like the backroom staff, they must be doing something right. Um, to get this reaction out of the players is 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 just fantastic. Um, yeah, it is. It's brilliant. I, I say also, I, this game against Chelsea coming up now. I'll clearly, you know, guys, we'll, we'll do a proper Chelsea preview. But when you think about that game now and what what rides on it, I mean, this is you know with how tight the league's been, how good our form's been. I mean, that 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 would give us a three point clearance on, on Chelsea. Admittedly, it's one one game, but it would feel quite significant, particularly when on that day Brentford and Brighton are playing each other as well. Okay, interesting. interesting. Yeah, so, so, you know, if one of them drops points, then all of a sudden you can really start to see it happening, can't you? you yeah. Know, um, I think Fulham have got a trip away at Bournemouth. You know, they'll see someone else we want to try and catch. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's a really, really interesting time. But I think if you look at games of the season, importance, is, importance of games, other than I think probably the last three or four games of Gerrard's tenure, which has felt like it's crunch time there for Gerrard. You've got to beat Forest. You've got to beat Leeds. You've got to beat Fulham. I think this game against Chelsea is arguably our biggest game of the season. If we've got ambition, ambition to try and kick on and finish higher up the league, we just, yeah, we just got to keep keep winning. Um, 
Mark, you know, Marcus said that's the word, confidence, absolutely. Paul is, is in massively confident mood. Hi, guys, Villa are not going to lose a game. Now under Emery, we will get Europe. Um, uh, and then someone else would be going for Europe. Unai, Liam said, Unai did address recently, he hoped the fans could be patient while he works on getting the, the back player sorted. And then he'd work on the final third, a man of his word. Yeah, we just level on goal difference uh, with um, with Chelsea. Gaza said it'll still be pleasing to hit that 40-point mark, mind you. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those eight conceded in the two won't have helped tackles. Absolutely, yeah. The goal difference, we, we want to improve a little bit. Um, so, yeah, um, do you want to talk about the uh, do you want to talk about the women's team as well? Um, well, well because Rich, you are going to the game. I've booked tickets. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to going to uh, the uh, what a lovely name stadium, the the, the Poundland Bescott Stadium. You know, <laughs> love it. Uh, where Villa ladies play their games generally, and uh, yeah, uh, I'll be there tomorrow uh, with, with 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 my kids to watch uh, Villa Villa's women. Hopefully, get themselves into the semi final of the FA Cup. The thing I, I, is, a I've really been desperate to get to a women's uh, women's game. I've been to an England women's game this season, but not been to an England a Villa women's game. But clearly, the men's team don't play cup, cup, cup games, do they? They don't like playing in the cup, the men's team. Nah, they're not that fussed about it. So Yeah, it's yeah. Such a distraction, is it, to the European charge? So I thought, well, if you're going to want a chance to see uh, a Villa shirt, a Villa shirt team playing uh, cup football, then the women the women are where it's at. So they obviously did well in the, in the Conti Cup, didn't they, the League Cup? So, um, yeah, it's a huge game. And, it, and it's another great thing for the club where... You've obviously got all the talk of the positivity coming through from the youth setup and the likes of obviously Feeney looking great and God that you know young young Wilson the striker Rory Wilson is looking brilliant isn't he? You've got the likes of Bogard on loan with Bristol Rovers. You've got Sil Swinkles training with the first team team squad. You've got all these positive youngsters. Even if you know a Louis Barry doesn't work out and he's having a bit of a you know career he's like playing well at the moment with Salford. I've seen some some tweets saying like let's get a Louis Barry appreciation tweet well, for, from the, from the club. We've talked about you've got to be patient with young players. He's only very young. I'm not even mentioning your archers. and Mate, your, Two goals today. Two more goals today, six in eight games. How bright is the future of that of that youth team? And then you've got, the, obviously, all the talk about the ground, the development. And then the women, fifth in the league. Absolutely fantastic season. Some real star players. Um, a great manager, Carl Ward, and a chance to... You know, playing one of the big teams tomorrow, but ah, oh, I'm I'm hopeful. You know, I'm hopeful of a big result. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, six o'clock kickoff, I believe, is it? Yeah, it's a bit like like for school the next day, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, result. Gary says Carla Ward. Surely she should be up for manager of the season as we were miles off it last season. I mean, absolutely. It's it's just a shame. Maybe we can't get a string a couple more wins together just to maybe jump into that top four positions or I think top three get into Europe. But um yeah, it'd be great to kind of push on. But yeah, if they could get if they could get into that um into that FA Cup semi final and beyond, that'd be amazing. Um yeah, Rachel be great to get to a women's match soon. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think they should have a good crowd there tomorrow. So um so brilliant. Yeah, about, Michael's favourite player, Kenzie Darley. Yeah, so get yourself down there if you can. Yeah, awesome. Um, Archer getting two goals today, mate. And uh, I believe uh, both Middlesbrough fans and Preston fans were singing his name after the game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, there's videos going around of that. But, yeah, two go- goals for him. Philogene scored against uh, for Cardiff against Rotherham, but their game got abandoned. 
And then I think there was another Villa youngster that scored, and I'm trying to remember who it was. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like you say, mate, they're they're all they're all performing really well at the moment, and um, it's good to see. Like that, you you always want to, you know, you go through those tough times in the middle of the season, but if you can end the season well, um, you, you know, you mate, you, oh, Keenan Davis scored, and he scored two and two for Watford. Yeah. So yeah, you know, don't forget about him. He can we, even if he doesn't come through to the first team, you know, we would definitely get some money for him. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, anything else that you wanted to cover on the on the Villa match? Any comments? We have got you know a few more minutes. Yeah. Any comments that anyone wants to? Any questions anyone's got? I think I had a question from Rich saying, "Do I think? Do you think Potter will get sacked?" Um, I, oh, I don't know. Chelsea is to. Di- I'm. You can't look at it through the lens of a Roman Abramovich era. You got to look at it through the lens of a Todd Bailey who has said numerous times he backs Potter, and they have turned the corner a little bit, haven't they? I mean, I know they got obviously the uh, the result today, um, which is not. They didn't get beat though, did they? So it's no, not like you know, yeah, not Everton are fighting for their lives, aren't they? And, yeah, yeah. Everton looked all right to be fair today. Mad I mean, I didn't see any of the game, but I couldn't believe the result did us a bit of a favour, didn't they? Um, yeah. Ellis really Sims. Well. I mean, I know they've got a tough draw, um, but um, but yeah, they're. I, I don't know. I think they'll give them to the end of the season. I can't see them getting yeah. sacked this season. I think this. They knew they were getting a bit of a project. They bought loads of players. I don't think he's had a same lot of those players. I think. I think unless. I think if if if, if he loses the players, if there's talk about discontent, I know they haven't probably got the likes of a, a Terry and a Lampard and a Drogba. That kind of like you know you know, level of like character in the dressing room in terms of seniority, who was it when they had some problems? Was it with AVB when they were like going to the, um, going, going directly behind the manager's back? I don't know if they've got that, that, that level yet. You've no. got some senior pros there, you know, you've got Sterling and Aspilicueta, et cetera, but um, Thiago Silva, but I think, I think we'll get to the summer. Yeah. 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 Me too. I think you'll probably get a few games next season as well. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil, Neil says game abandoned in the Cardiff game made it feel like it was the nineties again. Seldom yeah. you get games called off weather. Yeah, I've seen some videos of them. I don't. It must have been the Rotherham um, groundsman like pushing the water off, but then like dragging <laughs> it back on. <laughs> yeah, it, was, um, it, it seemed like a bit of the worst of the rain today was at half time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. The one thing I, I did want to mention about today, and Gaz has put a comment actually about it, but it was absolutely magic to see David Brooks come on. It, yeah, it, Gary and uh, Gaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I mean, I was I was straight up to you know to, to my kids. Well, like, what's what's going on? I had to I had to explain to my kids what cancer was, which is a bit of a difficult one. But um, you know, um, but you know, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah what's wrong? Why is everyone clapping, Daddy? Well, he's there. What was wrong with him? Oh, here we go. But rabbit hole. But um, you know that that kind of diagnosis to anybody is you don't even know if they're going to survive it, let alone come back and be playing Premier League football a couple of years later. So absolutely brilliant to see. Yeah, credit to him for getting back and fair play to the lad. Yeah, 100%, mate. And uh, yeah, Conte is more likely to be sacked after his post-match conference. I don't know if you've heard the words that he said and Gaza said Conte's losing it. But yeah, he's not named any specific players, but he's basically just throwing them all under the bus. <laughs> right. Saying that they don't like playing for the club. Um, they've got no heart and like not a, not a winning mentality. They haven't had it for 20 years, ever since the owner, owner, the owner's been there for 20 years and they've not won anything. <laughs> Oh, so, God, it's a bit of a dig at the league, isn't it, as well? Basically just saying, sack me. Yeah. yeah. Give, me, give yeah. me a payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel said, do we have any any plans for content during the break? Uh, absolutely, yeah. So we will we'll be doing um, 
we'll be doing the talking tactics show in the week um, with Gareth, and then we'll plan. We're planning to do a live, a live question and answer session with with Gareth as well. So he, if anyone has questions for him um, that you want him to look into, analyze, then please uh, DM us at Villa Park Pod if there's anything that you want him to look into. Um, but also um, if uh, on the show, just tune into the show and you can have, um, yeah, and you can ask him questions. Um, obviously, he won't have the data for you, but, you know, if there's any specific questions that you've got for him. I know, Kev, you wanted to ask around set pieces and ask him at fee. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. I think someone wanted to ask about Emmy Martinez and kind of his, his passing stats compared to other goalkeepers. So, yeah, anything that you want to find out analysis-wise, any particular players that you want him to look into that we might be able to sign in, in um uh in the preseason so yeah look out for that but yeah certainly quite a bit of content coming and if there's any news that comes through i'm sure myself or kev will be on for for the body more bulletin so yeah, yeah absolutely and if anyone's got any ideas also or suggestions of things they'd like us to whether you know like us to talk about any any shows they want us to do or any ideas you know let us know because we're, we're all here basically and we really appreciate the support so um yeah we'll definitely be bringing some stuff the, the um the analysis one about the set piece is going to be interesting now because it's improved, hasn't it, somewhat defensively. And we've even scored from an attacking set piece today. So I'll probably have a bit less ire when I... I know, uh... yeah, he's, he's done well. Like he's, he, he copes against West Ham. He's coped against Bournemouth. Um, so, yeah, I, seem to I, be... I like to, think, I like to think McPhee's been on a... a... Been on at uh, Emery in the players game. The, the Villa Park pod boys are going to slate me in, in, in a in a, imminently on a pod. Can we sort it out? Can we sort it out? Yeah. Um, there was one comment actually regarding sort of analysis and tactics, but I can't remember where I saw it. It might be in our pod chat on the, on a tweet somewhere. But how Martinez was staying a bit more, a bit deeper today, wasn't rushing out as much. Yeah, Mark, who does our thumbnails, yeah, he'd mentioned that he didn't rush out with when Solanke went through, which was, yeah, which was kind of interesting to see now obviously goalkeepers make their own decisions so, but whether that's been been sort of mentioned in in co in coaching with him or whether he just decided on that moment not to do it i don't know but yeah it was interesting to see i reckon he probably got such an absolute uh, ear, ear bashing when he went up for the corner against arsenal he didn't come out of his box at all ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did at the he did near the end though and headed it yeah 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 actually wonder yeah. what he was doing there i was like i think yeah. he could have stayed on his line and caught it i think he got yeah. cocky at two 0 didn't he three 0 yeah excellent yeah yeah um good luck to leon edwards tonight in the ufc yeah. absolutely uh villa fan as well um yeah so I just wanted to end though, Kev, um, with this lovely picture that you sent through of your two wonderful we children. Talked about the weather, didn't we? Bit yeah, talked about the weather. So yeah, great. Summing it up, mate. That absolutely sums it up, doesn't it? Great day, rainbow, kids enjoying themselves, free goals, uh, no, uh, a wonderful win, and uh, yeah, yeah, great I'll, day. I like think there's going to be a pot of gold at the end of that as well for us all. So absolutely, well. European trip, you know, that's 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 sending us on our journey. That's the plane, that's that's like the plane journey over, isn't it? To to passengers new, yeah. It's funny, yeah. actually. As I was walking out the ground, there was a guy singing, he'd be definitely worse aware. Villa's going on a European tour, and then my kids were singing it on the way back to the car. And I was like, This is come on, Villa, you've got you've got them in the palm of your hand here. Do not let these kids down, do not let me down. You know, I've not had I've not had a European tour. Uh, really ever with the villa because you know times of my life never I no I, I was i was too young and stuff i suppose for the other ones and that and yeah i think uh, under o'neill i didn't yeah like you say it wasn't 
Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have, have been able to. I wouldn't have been able to afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. come on, come on, so, Villa, do it. Um, but, you know, but but it's not just not 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 just my kids. It's all the other kids in Birmingham. You know, oh, it's amazing! It'd be amazing, mate. Even like Man Conference City League would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rich said, "Do we follow other podcasts by other Villa content creators?" Absolutely, mate. Yeah, we love it. I love like Neil's podcast is great. Um, the Villa View, uh, Max's podcast. We've we've had we've had Dan on the, like in the past when we've done podcasts. We've we've had Max on the podcast before. We've had Luke from UTV on before. So. Yeah, love them. My old man said, like, there's so many yeah. great villa, there's so many great villa podcasts out there, and we all offer something a little bit different. And yeah, man, we we, we love we love and support all of them. Yeah, I, I I I echo that really. I mean, obviously, we put a bit more time into our pod these days, but it, all the ones mentioned, you know, um, I I certainly think, you know, I remember like I used to love the athletic one that that Greg Evans and Dan Bardar used to do. That was that was really insightful. I uh, always used to give a nod to the ladies as well. Um, but the Clarence Blue, the Birmingham Mail one, you know, um, I don't think much of the Birmingham Mail is a paper. I think it's a bit, you know, adverts galore, isn't it? But you can't, you can't ever review the article. You've got to click for about, you know, X about 15 times. But they do some good stuff, some good interviews, you know, and Dan Rollinson's good. And I think the guys on that are decent. Matt Kendrick, you know, likes an analogy here or there. Yeah. And after my yeah. Heart, so, yeah. Um, and yeah. Incredible, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have more people talking about the villa, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. It's always like the comments and the views show when we win a game. It's just so much. So, yeah, uh, Kev, thank you so much for jumping on, mate. And it's uh, it's great uh, to talk about a win. Leave you here with Paul's comment. Next season will is going to be a special season, and we're going to go finish in the top four. So, mm-hmm. I'll leave us all with that. Um, what a win today! Um, it's great to be looking up the table. And um, thank you for all of you watching. Um, we've got international break, but like I say, we, we'll be back with talking tactics in the week, body more bulletins with the news, latest news at Villa, and uh, yeah, special live show with Gareth. So please do look out for that. Like I say, Kev, thanks so much for jumping on. Thank you everyone for watching. Come on, the women tomorrow. Come on, the women tomorrow. And remember, we'll follow Villa. Cheers, everyone. Thanks a lot.